We all have bucket lists. As a lifelong sports fan, mine is full of tons of different sporting events and venues, from the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and beyond. However, my greatest bucket list item is something I want to share with the world and fans like me. What if you could attend a home college football game for all 130 and counting FBS programs? Seems crazy, right? Join me, your host, Bobby Wilson, as I take you along for the ride to see all the FBS venues and more. This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the very next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. Glad to be back on tonight. Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, please bear with me with my voice as I'm uh, continuing to work through losing my voice, uh, getting over the flu and everything, but just fighting through it nonetheless. Um, if you're listening to this episode, you are continuing to uh, or continuing with me on my journey to cover uh, all the bowl games for the 22, 2022 college football season. Um, this episode, I will talk about the Alamo Bowl, which of course takes place in San Antonio, Texas. Will be on Thursday, December 29th, and we will see the number 20 Texas Longhorns take on the number 12 Washington Huskies. Uh, really intriguing matchup of two top 25 teams. But as always, I always do a little bit of a history breakdown on each bowl game. Uh, looking at the Alamo Bowl, uh, started in 1993. Uh, really good history of some really good games. Um, the first Alamo Bowl, though, 1993. California defeated Iowa 37-3. to We've seen some really good games between top 25 teams in the past. Uh, Purdue, in 1998, Purdue beat number four Kansas State 37-34. Um, just, you can go down the line with some other really, really exciting games of top 15 matchups. Uh, last year, saw uh, number 14 Oklahoma defeat number 15 Oregon uh, 47-32. That would have been uh, Caleb Williams' last game as an Oklahoma Sooner. Um, so nonetheless, uh, just some really, really interesting matchups down the line. Um, looking at uh, some of the MVPs in this matchup, uh, on the offensive side, the first MVP was quarter, Cal quarterback David Barr um, and Cal linebacker on the defensive MVP, Cal linebacker Jarrett Willard. Um, 1995 saw Texas A&M kicker Kyle Bryant. Um, 1998 saw Purdue quarterback Drew Brees. Um, 2004 saw Ohio State just Mr. Everything, Ted Ginn Jr. Uh, 2006 saw Texas quarterback Colt McCoy. 2008 saw Missouri Mr. Everything, Jeremy Macklin. Uh, 2013 Oregon quarterback Marcus Mariota. 2018 Washington State quarterback Gardner Minshew, and 2019 Texas quarterback Sam Ellinger. That was the classic. Uh, well, I won't repeat it for Texas fans just so they don't have to hear it. Uh, and then 2020 Texas running back Bijan Robinson, and then 2021 Oklahoma running back Kennedy Brooks, and then some really really good defensive guys on this list. But 1999. Penn State linebacker LeVar Arrington. You got Jared DeVries from Iowa back in 1996. Kyle Vandenbosch back in 2000 from Nebraska. Um, Sean Lee from Penn State back in 2007. Sean Witherspoon from Missouri back in 2008. Alex Okafor from Texas back in 2012. 
So you can go down the line of some uh, DeMar and DeMarvian Overshawn uh, from Texas in 2020. Some guys uh, that uh, we might hear their names called potentially in this game. Um, but with the opt-outs, you never know. Um, and I'll go and now focus on the Texas Longhorns. They're ranked number 20th in the nation entering this game. They entered the game at 8-4, and 6-3 out of the Big 12. Uh, they opened the season against uh, Louisiana Monroe, ULM, beating them 52-10. to A classic in Week 2 against number 1 Alabama where they fell 20-19. to uh, Beat UTSA uh, 41-20. Lost to Texas A&M 37-34 in overtime. Um, defeated West Virginia 38-20. Uh, defeated Oklahoma in the Red River rivalry 49-0. Beat Iowa State 24-21. Lost at number 11, Oklahoma State, 41-34. Defeated number one at number 13, Kansas State, 34-27. Lost to number four, TCU, 17-10. One at Kansas, 55-14, and then defeated Baylor, 38-27. So as you see in their four losses, all by uh, a touchdown or less. So the Longhorns have been in every game. They're a good football team. Average 36 points per game. They give up 21 points per game. Average 231 passing yards per game. About 200 rushing yards per game. Give up 239 passing yards per game. And only 123 rushing yards per game. So looking at the uh, 12th ranked Washington Huskies coming into this game. They're 10-2, and 7-2 and two out of the Pac-12. Um, defeated Kent State 45-20. Uh, defeated FCS Portland State 52-6. Defeated number 11 Michigan State 39-28. Beat Stanford 40-22. Lost at UCLA 40-32. Lost at Arizona State 45-38. Beat Arizona 49-39. Won at Cal 28-21. Beat number 23 Oregon State 24-21. And then won at number 6 Oregon 37-34. Beat Colorado 54-7 and won at Washington State 51-3. So as you see, back-to-back losses on the road for Washington, both by one score. Uh, so their season could have went a little differently as well. Um, they come into this game averaging 41 points per game. They give up 26. They, have a, they average an NCAA leading 377 passing yards per game. Just staggering number there. 145 rushing yards per game. Give up 242 passing yards per game and only 127 rushing yards per game. So you know what Washington's going to do <laughs> coming into this game, and they are very good at it. Um, going back to Texas, all-time bowl record of 31-24-2. Looking at first-team All-Big 12 honors for running back Bijan Robinson, obviously All-American honors, Doug Walker Award, um, you name it. For him, he won it. <laughs> He's unbelievable. Uh, tight end uh, Jatavion Sanders, and then linebackers Jalen Ford and Demarvian Overshawn. Just two really good players right there. Uh, second team All Big 12 wide receiver Xavier Worthy, offensive lineman Calvin Banks Jr., and defensive lineman Keandre Coburn. Then looking at Texas, uh, key guys quarterback Quinn Ewers. Only, played nine games this year, about eight and a half or eight, eight and a quarter really. 1,808 yards and 14 touchdowns on the season. Uh, running back Bijan Robinson, 1,580 yards. That was fifth nationally, 18 touchdowns, which was fourth nationally, and over six yards per carry. He, of course, has opted out of this game. He's preparing for the NFL draft. That will leave running back Roshan Johnson, 
with an opportunity to really make some noise here. 554 yards on the season, five touchdowns, and a six-yard average for himself. Uh, wide receiver Xavier Worthy, 53 catches, 676 yards, and nine touchdowns. Uh, tight end Jatavion Sanders, 49 catches, 577 yards, and five touchdowns. And then the two stud linebackers who could very well have opted out of this game. Jalen Ford, 109 tackles, four interceptions from the linebacker position, two sacks, two forced fumbles, and two fumble recoveries. And then there's DeMarvian Overshawn, 95 tackles and four sacks. Like I said, uh, don't don't at me for if, uh, if I miss somebody for opting out. It changes daily, guys, uh, just like the transfer portal. 10th <clears throat> uh, in defensive touchdowns nationally. Uh, at three, these are some key stats. Uh, now looking at the Longhorns, 18th in kick returns, averaging about 23 yards per kick return. 40th in yards per completion, at about 13 yards per completion. Uh, 31st in punt returns at 10 yards per return. So they're good on the return special team side. <clears throat> 24th in uh, red zone offense, converting 89% of the time. Uh, 29th in rush defense. 123, only giving up 123 yards per game. Um, so they're stout there. 27th in rush offense at 200 yards per game. Uh, 29th in scoring defense at only 21 points per game. That will obviously be tested against this Washington Huskies team. They're 20th in scoring offense at 36 points per game. They're going to need it because I feel like this game is going to be a shootout. Uh, Texas is 11th in tackles per law uh, TFLs per game as, at 7.2. They got 87 total entering the game. They're 34th in total offense at 430 yards per game. So a good offense, a balanced offense. Um, so now looking at the Washington Huskies, they enter this game at 18 and 19 and one in their bowl history. Uh, their head coach, Kalen DeBoer in his first year was PAC 12 co-coach of the year. Just a tremendous year for him. Looking at a first-team All-Pac 12 for wide receiver Rome Oduze, offensive lineman Jackson Kirkland, and then defensive lineman Jeremiah Martin. Second-team All-Pac 12 for quarterback Michael Penix Jr., offensive lineman Troy Fatuna, and then DB Alex Cooks and kicker Peyton Henry. So looking at some of the key guys for the Huskies, obviously quarterback Michael Penix Jr., 4,354 passing yards on the season. That's first nationally. 29 touchdowns. That's 13th. And he added four rushing touchdowns. So, and Penix's accuracy is is very very good as well. He has done a tremendous job, um, especially with how many attempts he's had on the season. Just unbelievable. Running back uh, Wayne Tulapalapa, 779 yards rushing, 10 touchdowns, and over six yards per carry average. And then Cameron Davis, also at running back, 522 yards and 13 touchdowns. So, again, this team gets it into the red zone, and they give it to their backs, and they convert it. Um, wide receiver Rome Aduzne, 70 receptions, 1,088 yards, 7 touchdowns, and a 15.5-yard average. Wide receiver Jalen McMillan, 71 catches, 1,040 yards, and 8 touchdowns, 14.5-yard uh, average. Wide receiver Jalen Polk, 38 receptions, 649 yards and six touchdowns, over 17-yard average. And defensive lineman Jeremiah Martin, 38 tackles, eight and a half sacks and two forced fumbles. And then safety Alex Cook, 77 tackles on the season. 
<clears throat> so some key stats for Washington entering this game. First down, or, or first nationally and third down offense at 57% conversion rate, um, which I thought was pretty astounding for a team that passes the ball at the rate that they pass it at. Sometimes you expect that more from a rushing offense and a short yardage situation, but amazing statistic there for Washington. They convert on third downs better than anybody nationally at 57%. Uh, 24th in completion percentage at 65.6%. They've had 520 attempts on the season, so that is staggering, in my opinion. Seventh in first down offense, they've converted 329 uh, first downs this year. Like I said, first nationally in pass offense at 377 yards per game. Staggering number. Almost 20 yards better than the second-place team. Uh, 26th in yards per completion at over 13 yards per completion. 18th in punt return yardage, average over 12 per return. Uh, 18th in red zone defense. So their defense will break a little bit, but they uh, hold you to 76.3% conversion rate in the red zone. Uh, 35th in rushing defense, 127 yards per game. That will be tested against this uh, Texas rushing offense that gets 200 yards per game. So that'll be a, that's a key matchup that I look for there to see how that goes. Um, the Texas rushing offense without B. John Robinson against the Washington rush defense. Washington is fourth in scoring offense at 41 points per game. Um, 17th in sacks. They average 2.82 per game. They have 35 on the season. Then, of course, the Huskies are second in total offense at 522 yards per game. So some key things for me to look at. I mean, obviously... There's some guys opted out of this game, some big ones too. Um, I could be missing some too, but I mean, of course, Bijan Robinson being out obviously hurts Texas. Um, Texas is still favored by three and a half. I understand the game is in San Antonio, but this Washington team is really good, and they're they've played really well down the stretch here. Um, just beating some really good teams. They defeated Oregon. They defeated Oregon State. I mean, you can't hold that against them. They've won six in a row uh, down the stretch here so i mean this is a really good football team with a really good quarterback who's coming back for another year after this year so the huskies could be really really good next year too um like i said i know the game's in texas but i'm gonna give washington the edge here just because i think they they have the right pieces they're clicking really well <clears throat> again there might be a couple guys that opted out that i missed and uh but nonetheless, I'm going with the Huskies in this one. So I appreciate you guys for tuning in, listening to this. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Um, please feel free to follow me personally on Twitter at Coach underscore B Will. As always, please follow the podcast podcast Twitter account at TNT Couchfoot One. Like, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. It's greatly, greatly appreciated. Um, again, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Have a good night. God bless.